Talmor, Sheshin Mugachi. Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My grand says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a story glass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is about adult films and discusses adult content. It's not meant for anyone under 18 years old. It's also hosted by two women, so keep it in the pants, guys. Well, that is until someone asks you to whip it out. Now strap in, remember your safety word, and enjoy this week's episode. Oh yeah. This is There Will Be Porn with Kate and Murder. Hello, and welcome to There Will Be Porn. This is a podcast about pornography. We watch the AVN's top 100 adult films from 100 to 1. We think about what porn has to teach us as sex-positive women and look at very, very close uh, patches of pubic hair uh, and ask ourselves, does this work for us? I am one of your hot, hot hosts. Kate, 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 Kate. You can call me Kate. And my co-host, Murda, is over there. That's me. Hi, friends. Hi, Murda. Hi, Cake. Every week, we recap a classic porn. Uh, and this week, we're recapping realities. Yes. Yes. Meredith, do you want to tell us about the movie that we're recapping? I've got them right here. <laughs> realities was released in 1991. It is number 82 on AVN's top 100 adult films of all time. Whoa. Plot description. Whoa. <laughs> I just came in so... In- I actually love that you do that, that you scream it. Can you do it like more intense? Not I, louder, but like more intensely. Yeah, no, it's my thing. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. <laughs> description yeah is that, is that good yeah i loved it okay what is it when zane challenged ashlyn gear the most highly charged sexual animal in adult movies to divulge her innermost fantasies her response was shall we say most enthusiastic but what resulted surpassed even our horniest expectations it seems that this sultry lady has an imagination matched only by her insatiable sexual appetite. Once you and Ashlyn have caught your breath after an unprecedented 14 climactic eruptions, you'll be grateful that she made her fantasies realities. It's Ashlyn you've only dreamt of, really. Is it 14? I don't know. I didn't count how many eruptions happened in this film. I'm not sure. But either. I wouldn't be surprised. There was a large number of beans. Yeah, there was a lot of scenes. Yeah. Um, also, just to add, written and directed by Jeffrey Stevens and runtime is one hour and 25 minutes. Ooh. Ooh. It didn't feel long. You know, this one felt really short for it us. It was great. I loved it. It was great. Uh, I mean, there was a lot more sex, not a lot of plot, but the plot that was there was super fun. Was very fun. Yes, I liked it. Before we get into the porn today, let's do our first segment, which Meredith, you're leading off. What did you bring me? It's an interview with Ooh, the star. Close up with the porn star. Send it to me. I want to read it with you. Oh my God. I'm the link you just sent me. I'm assaulted with <laughs> naked photos. I was kind of thought I was opening up an article. It's a fan page. I I'm told you. Assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> boobs, boobs, vagina. <laughs> My God, she's very tan. We did. I did see her naked all through for much for many hours today. <laughs> so it's fine. I'm already prepped. But like Jesus, she, yeah, she's like one of the few porn stars of this era that never had tan lines. Yeah. Okay. She well, looks good. Tell me about Ashlyn Gear, who I constantly think is related to Richard Gear, but I know that's not her name. Well, probably Ashlyn Gear uh, was born. 
September 14th, 1959. Wow, that's so long ago. And according to this to this uh, fan page, AshlynGearOnline.com. Uh, so legit. It says that she's only five foot three inches and weighs 110 pounds. Impossible. Do you believe Impossible. It? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. As a woman with a body, no. I have evidence that that is not how much she weighs. I'm not even that concerned about That's how much my she my experience. I'm not even saying that she's lying about her weight, but what about her height? She, that bitch looks like she's five, tall. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five three, my ass. I'm five two. No. As again, as a woman with a body, no. I'm but five... you know what, Ashlyn? Those are your goals, and I'm not gonna take it away from you. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, well, okay. she um. Tell me more. She was born in Havelock, North Carolina, USA. Sure. Uh, and on this fan website, um, uh, there was an interview. Okay. Hold on. Hold oh, please. with the Ashlyn Gear. Oh, okay. So you want to do a little role playing? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, okay. Think? Yeah, I'm down. So you want me to interview? You get to be five foot three and 110 pounds. Yes. And I will be a random interviewee. What yes. is? What's my motivation here? What, what role am I playing? Am well, I like a a creepy fan guy, or am I like a a legit journalist yeah, from the post? You wanted to start. Yeah, you are a creepy fan guy. Okay. Right. I wanted to start an anonymous fan page, so yeah. I can't credit you. No. You are just at you just are Mr. Ashlyn Gear Online dot com. Want to know more about you? I just love you. And you are my ad. You are my cheerleader. You are my I'm advocate. Fan. Yes, you are. But you, but you are. You respect. I would donate a kidney to you. You if respect I could. my opinions. Though, I respect your opinions. And you would. And you bash all of my Twitter trolls I for me. I hate them. I would kill them if you asked me to. <laughs> I think you're getting there. Am I getting there? Okay. I think a little, little bit less creepy, but oh, pretty close. Okay, <laughs> so just casual creepy. Yes. Okay. Like kind of like someone you would have a coffee with, but later regret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. Are you ready, Ashlyn, for uh, I'm this ready. interview? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> you are, without a doubt, one of the most popular porn stars of all time. Have you ever been recognized in public at a time when you would have much rather just not been bothered? No, I've been lucky in that respect, and I don't wear as much makeup in my everyday life, so I am not as easily recognizable. Uh, uh, yeah, Ashlyn, I've noticed you look very different <laughs> with your makeup on and your makeup off. Oh. <laughs> What are, you, what are you saying? Just saying that whatever your skills are in makeup, they're very good. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I met you at the East Coast video show, which is a legit thing. One year. <laughs> and I remember seeing an asshole. What? <laughs> seeing an asshole you were posing for with a picture with put his hands all over you, much to your obvious displeasure. You kept moving his hand off your butt, and he kept putting it back there with this big shit-eating grin on his face, completely ignoring the fact that you obviously didn't want it there. Hashtag feminism. You, did circumstances like that ever turn into an ugly situation? Uh, no, not really. I had mostly good luck dealing with people. I have only had to kick two or three men out of a club that da that I danced at. How did you handle those two or three guys? Usually I just slap them and yell, you're out of here, and the bouncers do the rest. My all-time favorite point is the movie Malibu Spice, in which you play a relatively conservative woman with glasses that does not wear much makeup or dress the porn star part. What are you more like? Like, are you more like that outside of the porn world glamour queen or a down-to-earth girl? I'm a down-to-earth girl, the girl next door. I like having a life. <laughs> We've interviewed a lot of porn stars here at AshleyGearOnline.com over the last several years and have raved about movies that they've done while they sat there in front of us only to have them ask, uh, what movie was that? I don't remember any of the movies I've done. What percentage of films have you done that you can actually recollect if anyone was to mention the title to you? I would say approximately 70%. Whoa. 
ashlingear.com online.com you're so smart Ashley. thanks you have to keep in mind that i've been making adult films now for 11 years so that's a lot of movies to remember do you remember filming malibu spice was it particularly more or less fun my favorite movie than other films you've done malibu spice was enjoyable and that is when i met gina fire she's awesome I don't really remember it other than than her because originally I was not supposed to be in it. Someone turned it down at the last minute and I stepped in to help out. Did you think about me when you were filming? Uh, I, I didn't nope, know No, never you. mind. It's fine. Wrong you. question. I read it wrong. A lot of porn folks live as a wild life of off camera as they do on camera. Wild sex parties and swinging. How different is your off camera life from your on camera life? Making movies is a part of my career as an actress. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. I love to act. My real life away from stage and film is fairly normal. I've been to some outrageous clubs and parties, but that is only once in a while. Considering your huge porn profile, I would imagine your family knows what you do for a living. Are they supportive? My family is important to me. They come first. They know what I do, and I've been supportive. We are still close. Has your porn work been a stigmata <laughs> of sorts in getting non-porn acting work? You know, like Jesus had a stigmata that kept him from doing really much else. <laughs> well... Well, AshenGearOnline.com, mister. <laughs> um, I started in theater, then low-budget movies, then adult films, and still do regular TV and films. Both are and have been very enjoyable, and I've never had a problem getting cast. I've done The X-Files, Silk Stockings, Millennium, and just finished a part in the new Jet Li movie, The One. So, Ashlyn Gear, when was your first actual experience with a woman man you're really just getting just going right forward now aren't you questions all right um well it was on camera with selena Steele. she claims possession of my cherry okay cool i love that are you bisexual in real life occasionally i heard it said that in general women are better at cunnilingus than men what is your opinion i mean i mean I mean, I, I, I think it depends on the person. What do you consider to be a really kick-ass meal? Oh, so many things. Uh, let's. Where do I start? Lobster. You seem like you love food. I love it. I know. I love it so I much. I know, Ashlyn. Haven't you seen realities? Yes. I, I eat food in it. I've seen it it's, a thousand it's my, times. It's my, my deepest. Stop playing it. That was my deep from my heart. That was my that. Came straight from my deepest fantasy. I can make you some food right now. I I've mean, got grapes. I kind of prefer fresh fruit. Um, I just said I have grapes. Oh, great. <laughs> They're fresh. <laughs> I didn't cook them or anything. Do you, do you cook grapes often? Jam. Oh, okay. I don't have jam point. too. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Um, you have whatever I want. You, yeah. you have just caviar waiting for me. Is yeah, that I will the- get it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. What food do you want? What right. do you like? Well, I like lobster, rice, and a salad with extra blue cheese, and of course, chocolate mousse for dessert. That's what I would like. I can do that. Like, what about pizza? Though? Pizza, I love too. Okay, it's always good. A woman after my own heart. <laughs> Any mainstream celebrities that you would like to fuck, or I don't know, regular people? Uh, I mean, I only know celebrities, Caitlin, and the ones I would like to fuck are Al Pacino, Sylvester Stallone, and Ricky Martin. <laughs> wow. Wow, what an interview. Like, the I journalism. Think, do you think? I learned a lot. I learned so much about Ashton I Kier. learned a lot. Um... Also, now that I'm looking at this page, I just see her tits at the bottom of this question and answer. So I loved this. You Thank loved you it? for bringing this You're to welcome. me, Meredith. You're welcome. Um, we learned a lot about her, and I'm happy that we learned so much about her after we watched her be penetrated by many, many me penis. Me too. Me too.
Meredith, let's talk about this movie. Yeah, let's talk about it. Recap it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I loved it. Sell it to me. Do it again. Recap it that pornographic. Yay! I loved it. Um. Okay, Meredith. Let's start out with the opening part of this movie. Yeah. The very first thing that happens. Yes. A woman who we know now as Ashlyn Gear, because we're like best friends with her now, uh-huh. is driving up in a convertible into the desert. She yes. shows up at a literal trailer. Yes. Um, and then a man starts doing her hair and makeup. She introduces herself as Ashlyn Gear, does a really cheesy script about how she's received a lot of fan mail and Zane, which I think is a production company, said that a lot of people wanted her to do specific things and they wrote letters about it. And she was like, this is what this movie is for. It's me answering your fan mail and doing these things. My thoughts, fan engagement. I love it. This yes. woman understands yes. her audience. And I love anything that breaks the third wall, that she's talking oh. directly, as she puts it later in the film, to America. To America. <laughs> also, I, I want to establish this now about her makeup artist because it's a continuing arc. She both can't stand him, but also he seems like her best friend in the world. Yes. So yes. he makes it's funny quips and she is like, shut the fuck up, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still around. So obviously there's some kind of love there. I, maybe it's just the only makeup artist that she could get maybe because i find it hard to believe that this man is a makeup artist I think he is the owner of ashlandgearonline.com <laughs> probably is that's probably accurate so the very first sex scene which is the second scene which comes in like four minutes in i love the efficiency of this movie um is a fantasy scene that has been described to her in many letters um where she says, you know, uh, if you're a girl who's hired to strip at a bachelor party, you get all like hot and worked up and all these men want you, but then you're done and you have to go home. The men can't sleep with you because presumably they're in relationships. Right. And she's like, well, what would happen if I, as the stripper, could have sex with the men? So then we cut to the fantasy scene and it is Ashlyn stripping in a pink and white sequence number that was amazing yes, I, chef's kiss I phenomenal need, i need to can we just pause and oh, talk about for the outfits, outfit always this outfit yes you is, had as a gymnast this outfit <laughs> is literally like on trend in 2019 it has because the 90s are back it had no but i mean it has it has it all it has sequins yes socks with heels yes tool yes it's a it's a two-piece two-piece yes. matching set yes it is it's the, the crown- sequence that you can like fold back and forth and, and it changes colors. The crown drool of the outfit. Yeah. She is wearing fucking earrings with a flamingo wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are true. I have. Bringing- I feel like I almost bought those gla- earrings the other day. Thank you for bringing that outfit breakdown. It was so important. <laughs> I didn't notice it as much as you, and I'm so glad you you are our wardrobe coordinator I of this podcast. Was and I very loved it. into it. Okay. I was like, I'm going to wear this outfit. I am very We will get it for you. We will take photos. It'll go on our gram. Thank you. Okay. So, oh, okay. So she, of course, starts stripping the guy. And all the men are like cheering. Yeah. They're like, yes, yes. It just starts as an innocent dance. Yeah, get naked. Well, and then she takes his dick out and starts giving him a BJ. And the guys all start kind of feeling her up from behind. Right. First, First impression of her very hairy vagina. Yes. I was so into it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Very hairy, but also clean and like hygienic. Beautiful. It was perfect. She's, yes, she's gorgeous. She's just, as as I've read many a time on ashlandgearonline.com, she is the epitome of femininity and female sexuality. Love her. Love her. Okay. So this turns into a general gangbang. Let's talk about the notable parts. (laughs) There's lots of cheering. Yes. There's lots of close-up shots of many people just rubbing her boobs. Right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, a gift from the gods. Uh, she sweats in this scene. She's sweating. There's a variety of positions. Yes. And then at the end, they come all over her. Right. Ugh. Great A. It's a this is a, the best scene of the whole movie. Yes, I agree with and, you. And um, Caitlin. Yes. You've Meredith. been I have questions for you. Oh. You've been in group sex situations. I have. Okay. How many of them? Wooted during the act Never. or shouted it's always go baby go baby go baby and awkward nobody knows what to say i didn't the only think thing so. people say is is this okay i'll just sure i mean 
dirty talk's okay, but none of them is. None of it was dirty talk. No, it was it all was like all cheering. Yeah, <laughs> you go. I believe in you. I've known you could do this since I met you in first grade, Dylan. We're yeah. best friends. I'm so happy to see you on this day. It was, yes, yeah, exactly. Um, That's exactly how I picture it. Picture yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, let's move. We're moving right along, Meredith, to the third scene, the next fantasy. It might be honestly my favorite because it's so fucking weird. Yes, um, I like this one. Basically, the scene is about like a casting call thing. It's like you know. Ha- she gets fan mails that are like, "Have you ever given a blowjob to get a role?" And yes. she's like, "Oh, I wish." Which, well, she, you know. well, she also says, "She says you shouldn't do it because you. What happens if you get it and you're just left humiliated?" Exactly. Yeah. So, which great point. Yes. Right. And I, you know, what else I like about this sex scene, or I should say, this variety, this these many concurrent sex scenes, yeah. is there's a story to tell. There's a moral at the end. We're gonna get there. Well, it's teaching a lesson about show business. I will say. Yes. What I love about can I if you don't mind me interjecting what I love about mm-hmm. the start of what happens mm-hmm. in, in the sex scenes that come forward, mm-hmm. she never feels too like she always says yes, kind of enthusiastically. Yeah, she does. So it doesn't feel gross. No, but yes, go ahead. Set it up is. What's well, beautiful. So yeah. she sits down and originally she sits down with the, with the three of them, the three casting directors, we'll call them two yes. men and a woman. And she's like, I am really excited for this part. And they're like, Oh, well we're looking for someone really, you know, special. And then she's in the office alone with the first guy. And he's like, we need someone who's hypersexual. It has to be someone who perfectly fits the role. Are you willing to go the extra mile? And she's like, should I lock the door? And then he says, it locks automatically. This is one, a recurring joke. Yes, I love this joke. I love this joke, but also, why does your door lock automatically? It's a fire hazard. Yeah, that's true. definitely against building code. That's true. It's not good. But she's with it. She's like, ooh, kinky. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the first guy, she gives him a very enthusiastic BJ. I mean, oh, this BJ was quality. Um, And then did you notice in that office that there was a beautiful tan leather Eames chair? Yes. Yeah. I expensive and yeah. beautiful yeah um, i mean it is a film studio it's like they gotta have true. some money they have cash to throw yeah. around um the for in the first scene he eats her out from behind which i loved i mean and also he was enthusiastic about everything he did which was yes. great he was giving the performance of his life yeah. he was dirty talking he was sweating he was amazing they do reverse cowgirl there's close-up on boobs I don't know why I wrote that down because of course there's going to be close up on boobs. Yeah, and she has great, she has she great has boobs, phenomenal boobs. Uh, and then they come, uh, and then we move on. We're still in the fantasy, okay? We're not leaving the casting couch fantasy, right? Because now she's in the room alone with, you guessed it, the woman yes. casting director. Uh, same joke, I guess. I'll should the door be locked? No, it locks automatically, right? And I then do, I do love the like the basicness of these jokes, but how, mm-hmm. but just also it just fits it so well, and it's not, I don't know, it just everyone was like, grade A professionals in this movie. Yes, I agree. Well, anyway, they uh, Ashlyn starts going down on the beautiful blonde casting director and giving her uh, cunnilingus. I wrote down these actors are stars. Yes, I guess I was so impressed. I don't know. They are stars. But then I did write down acrylic nails. Ah, yeah. Because there was definitely some like, I mean, I could literally watching it. I'd like I could feel the like interior vagina walls like coming off in little like like melon ballers because of those acrylic nails. Well, this is the only violent scene in this movie yes it is like it's like female and female like on female, female yeah right, exactly. so um it's the only time it happens so it, that's true it does it's not like every single person in every single scene has this going on that's true so i agree i hate it but it's it's the 90s it, yes. everyone was scooping out each other's vaginas with <laughs> acrylic nails you know it's the 90s it does, yeah. It does just seem like you're going in there to get some coke or something. Yeah. And come out and do a bump. Uh, yeah, you're trying to, like, get a biopsy. It's, it's the original cervix. Yeah, it's uh, a scalp. A scalpel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, we, they spend a lot of time in vigorous cunnilingus, which... I wrote down is true to real life because I feel like in these male on female scenes, they're not spending enough time on cunnilingus. Yes. Um, but in the female ones, they're spending like a full 10 minutes, which yep. I appreciate. That is how long it takes. T-dub listeners out there. Yes, that is how long. T-dub horners. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> Put in the time. <laughs> if she comes, chances are she'll come again. Yeah. Keep going. You will see you at the finish line. 
we'll anyway, see they swap. The uh, other girl goes down on Ashlyn. Then they're in like a 69 situation. At one point, the other girl is like, can I do this to you? They're asking permission. It's wonderful. Um, there's some butthole stuff where they're yep. sticking each other's buttholes. And then they both kind of have an orgasm in 69. Yep. And then that scene is over. Yeah. Beautiful. But don't worry. The story is not over. Yes. We now move on to our now our fifth sex scene. Woo. Yeah, baby. Ooh, are you okay? Yeah. Your hair is your hair blowing in the wind. Feels really so good. Fast. Okay. Feels good. Uh, wait, but <laughs> the last casting director, and this guy's kind of not fucking around, um, but he does say, like, we're into French stuff. He says something to her to the effect of, like, we need someone who's bringing us a, a French appeal, which my thought was either menage trois yeah. or anal. Right. So I was like, okay, anal's happening in this scene. Guess what? It does not happen. You I know thought, what else doesn't happen? Cunnilingus. I thought anal was going to happen. This, I, and I was, yeah, th- they were really just trying to wrap this story up at this guy. By, by the time they got to this spot, guy. It just goes to full on penetration talkie yep. style. Yes, which, it does. I'm sorry, is the most American thing ever. Yes. I think the French would be ashamed that they were even brought up in this scene. <laughs> what do I think of when I think of French? Anal, cunnilingus, a threesome. You yes. know what wasn't in the scene? Any of those things. <laughs> He should have been like, we need American flair. We we need we need the girl next I don't door. Know, conservative you, Hasidic flair. You said on AshlandGearOnline.com that you are the girl, girl next, next door. Next door, exactly. Um, there's no French. There's no French part of this. I just anyway. Finally, this scene is over. He comes, I think, on her butt. Yes, which I was believe so. Fine, um, but then she's, I guess, in the final audition. And uh, she's looking at the three people that she's had sex with in the room with the door locked. Um, And they're like, you have the part. And she's like, that's great. There's something I have to tell you. Actually, I work for the studio because they think that you're up to shady things where you're sleeping with people. And you are. And you are. So you're out of here. You're busted. You're fired. (laughs) You're fired. And I was like, yes, motherfuckers. Yes. It was a great revenge. Like a great (sighs) twist to the story that I did not see coming. I didn't see it coming either. Mm-mm. It was great. It was beautiful. Way to get back the power, Ashley. Year. Yeah. I I, I'm here for it. All right, Meredith. What happened next? You're taking us further on our journey with the movie realities with Ashley. Well, Gere. we cut back to a third wall breaking Ashley Gear talking to a, the camera slash America. America. Uh, where the, she describes there being two scenes that makes every woman in America cream their pants. Uh, in the 90s, we should say. In the 90s. So in 1991. Yeah. Those movies are the scene or scene is the uh, window breaking scene and body heat with mm-hmm. William Hurt and uh, Kathleen, Kathleen Turner. Turner. And the other one is something else, something, a movie I have never heard of. Have you heard of this movie? Yes, I saw it oh. months ago oh, or years ago. Just by coincidence? Uh, like, my mother suggested it to me because both of these movies are movies that your mother and my mother body. watched and got hot on. Yeah, my mom definitely liked Body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I my know. mom liked Nine and a Half Weeks. I don't know what that says about our moms. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. So the other, uh, the other is from Nine and a Half Weeks with uh, Kim Basinger and Mickey Rourke, who did not Uh, age well. Oh, neither, neither of them have. It's true. Um, And it's because every and the reason that the Nine and a Half Weeks one is because every woman fantasizes about seeing a tall, dark, and handsome stranger who takes complete control of them. Bitch, that is rape. That sounds awful. That is I don't rape. want that. That's not on my fantasy list. That is rape. And I will tell you right now. I'm into tall, tar- tall, dark, and handsome. I'm into control. Yes. The stranger part, we're no. not into. No. Yeah. And what can you tell she, me? Well, she says that this is her innermost fantasy. Okay. And then the next scene that we get, which is a sex scene, yeah. it is not really about. A man taking control. Not at all. But it is about the movie Nine and a Half Weeks. It is? Yes. We'll get to that later. Okay. Yes, well, girl. yeah, because the, yes. the dirt when as as Ashling Gear is addressing America, her makeup artist is there again. And he did he does question about the nine and a half week scene. He's like, he's like, doesn't that have to do more like with Jello? And he's she's like, shut up. Shut the fuck up, Steven. <laughs> God damn it, this is my movie. Shut up, Steven. Put um, my makeup. Do my yeah. contouring. So, so I can look different. <laughs> so no one will recognize me, Steven. <laughs> You're my only barrier between this and the real world, Steven. Find my highlight. <laughs> um, 
Oh my god. So anyway, yeah, we cut to the the sex scene, and I will say, yes, prerequisite. This was my least favorite. Yeah, it was boring. Very boring. Yeah, I didn't like and it. And gross. Yes. <laughs> like Which literally, I, I went into disgusting. this going. I went into this going. Oh, this combines Meredith's favorite things: food and sex. But then, as I watched it, I was like, mm, no. No, no. First, there's so many layers of this. I have so many things to say. So she is this bitch is dressed like she's they're about to go out to dinner. Right. Yes. Like she is wearing a very nice dress, white, a white dress, white heels. This like Virgin Mary situation. Like about to get married in this outfit. And she's holding a wine glass filled with ice water, which is like. No, you put wine in there. Yeah. Wrong (laughs) beverage. And if you're going to have that, just get a regular fucking cup. Yeah, get I, a cup. It's so bizarre. Go so, get your then, Waterford crystal from the cabinet. So then she takes an ice cube out and starts rubbing it on uh, her lips and then rubbing it yeah. on, her, on her neck and rubbing, uh, rubbing her nips and brings it down to her labia and her clit. And, you know, I just, uh, it's weird. I don't know. I've never masturbated with an I, ice cube before. I have put an ice cube on my vagina because of this movie. Right. Because I watch my, okay, weird. My mom suggested I watch this. Yes. Because she was like, oh, it's, it was sexually like really hot for everybody in the 90s. And I watched it and I was like, oh, I've never had an ice cube on my vagina. I like trying things, obviously. Yes. It's miserable and it fucking hurts. Really? Yes. Uh, it's not fun for anybody. Why, why are they telling lies? I, but you know what, T-Dubbers, if you have a good experience with Ice Cube, let us know. Yeah. Why we'll, are they, we'll hear about otherwise it. Otherwise, they're spreading me, it was lies. a fucking nightmare. Spreading lies. Was, uh, no. Well, this like mag- this causes her to breathe heavily. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this guy walks in. Mm-hmm. And... Then he takes the ice cube and they swap it, swap it back and forth in each other's mouths. Yeah. And they and then they like he rubs it all over her her leg and and her and her vagina. And like at the end of the each other at the end of the ice cube's life, they swap it the back. The end in. of the ice cube's life. <laughs> yeah, it had a short life, you know. It wasn't gonna. St- <laughs> the B plot of this porn is. <laughs> The no. herring tale, the memoir <laughs> of an ice cube's I mean, life. I consider the ice cube's life. <laughs> you know? It gets to the end of its life. It's saying goodbye to its family. It really wanted to be in her tummy. It's thinking about its It really wanted path. to be in its tummy with the rest of the ice, ice cubes in the wine glass. It's ready but to become it's water. It's, it's ultimate end. evaporating off her skin as we speak. Oh, tragedy. It is. There was a death in this movie. It was. <laughs> truly was. Well, he... <laughs> Murders. He murders this ice cube. He did. He did it. Well, so he decides, oh, you know, it's better than an ice cube. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love your brain so much. The end of the ice cube. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm good now. No, I'm fine. My brain I'll is so... Back. It's because you hot, like my brain because I'm sex, dumb. Sex. Okay, we're I'm back. Dumb. I'm not crying. <laughs> I love you and I love your brain. It's dumb. Please keep bringing me those gems. <laughs> oh god. Okay. So uh after this ice cube dies, uh the the gentle her gentleman stranger sure. decides that he's gonna kick it up a notch. Sure. And blindfold that. Turn bitch. it up like emerald. Yeah. Throw it up a notch. And start fucking giving her fucking fruit blue balls by just fucking tea ball. Tea, He's tea bagging her with her grapes. mouth with grapes <laughs> and different kind of fruits. And then drip and then plopping them onto her nipple for a second and then plopping her onto vagina and then and then switching that fruit, the only thing he let her bite into was a peach, which is a mess. Give me a fucking grape, bro. So mad. The sequel to the harrowing tale of the death of the ice cube is the journey <laughs> of the grape and then the eventual mutilation of the peach. Yes. God That's the like art, how review, art house review of this. <sighs> I really don't get the fruit. <laughs> 
I really don't get it. It's, you don't have to get it, Meredith. It's a porn. Think of all the things we haven't understood I don't like in it. porns. I don't like it. Okay. Well, then he finally, I think that's like after three minutes, starts going down on her, but but not blindfolding it anymore. I'm like, you could at least get that interesting and left the blindfold on. But Agreed. no. And but I'm I'm into the fact though, at least in this scene, that he's basically worshiping her. Mm-hmm. Like he's fucking going to town on her bod and I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, he's very so, enthusiastic, which I like. And she does a lot of she does a lot of dirty talk and mm-hmm. says and this 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 one dirty talk line that she had i just curious if you've ever used it in mid, <laughs> mid coitus is okay i um uh-huh i love your uh-huh. cum I, your cum feels so good inside my pussy have i said that aloud mid, no mid coitus because one because that's untrue it doesn't feel good it feels like you just sat in warm mayonnaise yes. so you're like okay this is great uh-huh. i need a napkin um, um, it's also like if you're in the middle of having sex, he hasn't come to you. Yeah. Oh, that's when it happened. You're right. So I'm like, you're come. Are you sure she didn't say you're a cock? I, you know, 1991 maybe audio she equipment. And said come by accident. Maybe she said come by accident. That is something I do want to say. Another thing I want to add about this movie uh, as a side note. Yeah. This movie was very well produced. Yeah, it was. The sound quality was amazing. Great. Music was so fun. It was great. It was synthesizers everywhere. It was it was it was great. There were lots wonderful. of shots, there were pans, there were fade in, there were fade out. There was a lot of focus on her legs. Yeah. It was great. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so eventually she she he comes and Sure. And it comes on her butt and it's we over. All could have guessed that he came. It's a it's oh god. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> There's but no I surprise there. I didn't get it. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, anyway, that was the end of that gross ass scene. All right, and then we get the final scene, the big, the big climactic one. ending Woo. of Ashlyn Gear's realities. Um, she gets she addresses the camera for the final time. America, America. Yeah. You're right. Actually, not the final time. Second to last time, the penultimate uh-huh. the time. The penultimate. She addresses them and says, you know, I get the most request for this one sex act, anal. Yeah. And she's never, never done it done before. anal. No. At, on or off camera. No. Fun fact, this is true. Oh, this is did you true. look this up and yes. verify it? Look yes. at you, my little research that, lady. Well, I looked it up because I was looking at AshlynGearOnline.com. Right, right. The most trustworthy source online for Ashlyn Gear right. facts. And um, they, they, they supposed that the first time it was actually on camera was uh, Ashlyn Gear put it in gear, put her in a rear. Sure, a showcase event. Yeah, for her, for, for but, her butt. But, but Ashlyn Gear said no. This actually was released before that oh so people forget about realities yeah people forget about it but it's classic it's a classic mm-hmm. so it's number what 82 it's number 82 yeah on avian's top 100 See, it's a classic <laughs> and i will say this is what what i love the most about this scene is just everything about it it's so good okay um mostly because she literally just she walks up to a mechanic who's working on her car. Yeah. They're outside. Classic. They're outside on gravelly. Scenario. Yeah. On gravelly gravel. Yeah. And he, she asks, she, he offers to basically, I guess there, she was doing something, just to fixing her car, her car yeah. real quick. And he said he, he would do it free of charge because it only took him a couple minutes to do. It was no big deal. She asked him out. He's, she says, oh, you know, actually, I forgot that I have a dinner party tonight, but I don't want to be around those hoity-toity people, mm-hmm. so I'm going to stay here with you. And I'm he just slum goes... slum it with this mechanic. Well, I'm, yeah, well, and he says, this only happens in movies, and he and she responds, well, enjoy the flick, and then immediately, basically, just... Just climbs on top of Sucking his and, dick. Yep, exactly. And um, I just love... They look... They... they they have sex on like the mechanics towel, like blanket that he was using to lay down and go underneath right, the car. Right, which I've absolutely seen in real life. Have you seen one of those in real life? Right, and it's so tiny, and it's on the gravelly road, like rocks. And I'm like, this is the worst place to fuck I've ever seen. It's and on the side of the alone, road, it's very dangerous. Let alone fuck, like having anal. Also, anal around gravel. 
That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. And his, I will say his dick basically looked mostly dry going. I'm sure it wasn't. Oh, God. But it did not look good. I just like. You the, sure you didn't lube it up with the gravel or yes. the motor oil around him? Oh, God. Motor oil. Yeah. It's oh, gross, right? Rev his engine up. Oh, God. I. I mean, when I said that this was my favorite, like my favorite scene, I liked the scenario that got it started. Right, you're not into the but anal But I was not part. really into the anal. I got you. It was That's okay. not great anal. No, it wasn't. But it was also like, but the shots were nice. Shots were okay. Like yeah. she, like the nice, there was nice angles of her pussy and like butt. The and like, DP yeah, the did DP a good was, job. Yes, yeah, yeah. he did. He did. Um, we assume it's a man. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely, I imagine it's most people. Nineteen ninety one adult film. Um, I think so. The other thing, so the very last scene we get the whole movie. Oh, you loved this. You I started talking it. this to me right away. I loved th- you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna post this on Instagram. Okay, an image of her in the bathroom at the very end, and yep. she's just like, "Don't think I'm all glamorous and and your fantasy. I also have I live within a reality, but I take this makeup off. I you, take I look like your mom. Yeah, exactly. I and, look like your librarian. And I just love that she's like drinking a glass of wine and like using the toilet as her table. Yeah, and yep. she's she like, has, I don't need class. I just am obsessed with the tile in this bathroom too. Mm-hmm. It just totally love it and. Yeah, I love her. And plot twist, I'm pretty sure that Steve that she's about to suck. Right, a guy comes in and gets in the bathtub to suck for her to suck his dick, uh-huh. but we don't see his face. Uh-huh. I'm almost positive it's Steven. Which, How is that Steve- a happy ending? I mean, I think so. I think so, too. I think so. Steven finally, um, after being cuckolded for days... Yes. He got what he wanted. He got what he deserved. Good for Steven. He got what he deserved. Really, this film was about Steven, (laughs) the makeup artist. About his fantasy. That is not his name in the movie. We just gave it to him. I'm pretty sure it's right. Something close. It's that or ashlyngearonline.com. Oh, Meredith. Okay, so the end of most films... People will give like, uh, you know, one one thumb up, Rotten Tomatoes. This was whatever percentage. But you and I, I think, have a different way of scoring these movies now that we're not watching them together. Did you masturbate during or after this movie? Because of this movie, I should say. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. I (laughs) did not masturbate during, but watching it, I was like, Oh, you know what? I do want to watch porn. And then I watched <laughs> other porn and masturbated. Yeah. I think it was, it's, it's just more of like a, uh, it's like hitting your joint, you know, and your leg kicking up. I feel like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. It's I'm reflexive. Watching, like I was laying in bed by myself watching this porn because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no you were one like, else I was have there. to. It'd be sad well, I if like, I didn't. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to waste this opportunity for when I could just <sighs> be masturbating right now? I agree with you. And it was definitely like, there was no, there was no uh, no problem storylines. Mm-hmm. Nothing where I felt even. I mean, the gangbang is basically my favorite uh, my favorite scene of the whole. Right, so you porn. started off right away. So I mean, there's nothing like like it's it was good, good, good. Yeah, me too. I mean, I went and watched something else, but you know, I have specific tastes. Yes. So, anyway, <laughs> um, all right, Meredith. Awards. 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 Welcome, welcome to the the brand new biannual. There will be porn awards. awards. Oh, Meredith. Yes. Hello, welcome. Thank you. I hope you've been looking at all of our nominees, all basically one of them, for this porn and making a trusted decision. Yes. All right, Meredith, what is your try at home winner? I mean, it is unequivocally the outfit and the bachelor gangbang scene. Gwen's bikini was beautiful. I'm I'm already trying it. I loved it. All right, Meredith. In my mind, in my in my dreams, in my fantasies. Yes. When I make my realities, I will definitely, certainly just be borrowing from the costume yes. department of Ashlyn Gears reality. I think that that bikini exists somewhere. It's got and we to. can find it on eBay. I hope so. It's definitely for sale on AshlynGearOnline.com. Oh. Ugh. Um, all right, Meredith. 
who was your feminist nightmare winner? It's got it's got to be the guy, the strange, the dark, the the tall, dark, and handsome stranger who okay. killed the ice cube. Oh, the poor baby ice cube. Yes, an overpowered oh, he Ashlyn lived a Gear. long life, though, relatively. Well, he did other gross stuff with fruit, so <laughs> you know he's not really forgivable. He's not forgivable. Okay, and finally, Meredith, who's your MVP? Uh, my MVP has got to go to Ashlyn Gear. Uh, always, yes. But we do want to give a strong honorable, honorable mention yeah. to Steve, Steven. the makeup artist. Ugh. You really brought something special to this he movie. He full story. He made it cohesive. I don't think we really would have truly enjoyed we this movie as much without you. We needed you there, Steven. Yes. Oh, that was great. Oh, man. All right. Well. Da, 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 da. Da. Um, so before we finish out, just in like an in conclusion for our argument for this movie. Yes. I just want to bring in um, a little like, um, kind of real flavor. Got it. You know, we're watching adult Spice films. It up. Um, uh, and I think we should talk about real films, you know? So I'm calling this segment, s- s- I have to think of what the theme was. Oh, I'm calling this one sex in real movies. Pose, pose, pictures. Oh, Ooh, Ooh, Vogue. Vogue. I was thinking like rich, like lifestyles of the rich and famous. So like sex and real movies. Oh, I like da, that. Da, 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 da. Sex and real movies. So, Meredith. <laughs> We're going to talk about Body Heat really quick. Yes. It was a movie with a hot, hot sex scene that was mentioned in this movie. You've seen both of these movies? I have seen Nine and a Half Weeks. Got it. But I did a lot of research on both of these movies to understand the context. I feel like we couldn't walk away from this movie without fully understanding the context of those two movies. Okay. So first one, Body Heat, made in 1981, 10 years before. The summary for Body Heat. In the midst of a searing Florida heat wave, a woman persuades her lover, a small town lawyer, to murder her rich husband. Stars Kathleen Turner and William Hurt, who you mentioned earlier. Yes. You've seen Body Heat. I have not. Oh, but you know about it via your mom. Okay. Yes. So I found a New York Times film review from Uh 1981 when this movie came out. Um, Basically, the famous scene in the movie that is being referred to is that um, William Hurt and Kathleen Turner, she's inside of her home. He stares at her through the window and then he breaks the window so he can get in there and fucking climb on top of her. And there's a lot of like other sex scenes, but that's the one where people are like, oh, yes, violence. Right. Okay. Um, so anyway, in 1981, they said it's a movie that takes something of a Puritan's delight in the details of illicit sex, as if comprehending sex for the first time and a movie with an especially strong appreciation for a narrative line. Wow. I don't know what that means. Then in 2016, the Palm Beach Post wrote an article about uh, Body Heat called Sex, Sweat, and Sizzle. And they did an interview with the screenplay writer who also wrote uh, The Empire Strikes Back, which I love. Oh, my God. That is great. Um, And he specifically talking about um, kind of the sexiness of the movie Uh said the writer Lawrence Kasten said, oh, yeah, I wanted to make the sexiest movie possible because... Because I felt, even then, at a time coming out of the 70s, that things were relatively explicit, but they weren't sexy to me. Oh, he oh. made this. This is his fantasy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great. So, at the end of the day, what have we learned? Uh, I don't know. That that everyone in 19, from 1981 to 1991, in the time of reality's making, was living out their fantasies. You know... I heard a very interesting uh, story. Okay. I think f- I was listening to Still Processing, the okay. podcast on, from, Ooh, the, from love, the New York Times. I love that podcast. It is top five favorite podcast for yes. me. I love the, everything they say is smart and mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. But they were talking. So, I like this podcast. Yes. Everything we say is stupid. <laughs> did you hear? Did you listen to the one about when they talk about sex education? No. Mm-mm. So they talk about the Netflix show Sex Education and about how in the 80s in particular there was this genre this like this genre of thriller like sexual thrillers that really have like were like peak 
sexuality. Yeah. Peak about sex. Yeah. And movies have gone backwards, like, and become prude again. Yeah, exactly. And that Body Heat was one of them. Nine and a half weeks. Basic instinct. Basic instinct. What yeah. was the one where she, um, fatal attraction? Yes. Yeah, you're right. That there was this, like, even like uh, Wall Street, like oh yeah, mm-hmm. American Psycho a little bit. Eyes Wide like, Shut was maybe a little later, yeah. but I feel like it was maybe at the tail end of that. Yeah, it's just like that. There's not a lot of movies about purely about sex. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 80s really had that. Mm-hmm. They really had that magic. Well, speaking of movies about sex, I, I'm going to close it out with a discussion about Nine and a Half Weeks, yes, which you please. haven't seen, and you maybe should see because it's kind of terrible but iconic in sure. a way. Um. I'm just going to skip straight to an article that was written by Allison Davis for The Ringer. Got it. Because she watched the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Right. Which apparently they talked about nine and a half weeks a lot. It had to do with like a man with power and money coming in and controlling a woman's life sexually. Right. Anyway, so she specifically says about the food scene. Man, Roger Ebert loved this scene. He said it was the scene that is likely to be the most talked about in this movie. Even now, when you ask people about the movie, they roll their eyes back in ecstasy and moan, oh, the food scene. Therefore, I was excited to see the food scene. Big ups to this movie for being pro-fetish. But ingesting raw eggs, cough syrup, jalapenos, and honey, and then rolling around in it seems like a boner-killing tactile nightmare. Ew, that's what happens? Apparently. I don't really remember. I remember a food scene with an ice cube, and I remember it being very gross. So I feel like she's on par with this. I watched that movie because my mom was like, it's so hot, you should watch it. And then I watched it, and I was like, this movie is like, weird and <laughs> like kind of rapey but the the 90s the 80s and 90s i think we can qualify as weird yes and kind of rapey <laughs> <laughs> so yes. anyway i wanted to take you through a short history through I movies that inspired this it. movie I so we could it. better understand it contextually I love it. you know i do i understand <sighs> it contextually good i'm glad <laughs> All right, Meredith. Well, we're at the end of our episode. Yeah, it's been great. Friends, T-dubbers, our pals, our soldiers, because Meredith just saluted. I felt like I needed to. Uh, I'm saluting to all of our metaphorical fans. Meredith, what are we watching next week? Ooh, I'm, I think I'm excited about this one. What are we we're, watching? We're watching number 81 on the uh, AVN's Top 100 Adult Films of All Time, mm-hmm. My Fair Lady. Ooh, I hope it's a spoof. If there's a musical Oh, element. my God. Uh, Look out for that. It's coming in two weeks, um, March 20th <laughs> on 420. So don't up and listen to My Bear Lady. Probably don't do not do that. Meredith's saying, no, it's, it's illegal. 320. It's 320. Well, okay. <laughs> you March do is you. The, you. March do. is the third. You celebrate third your holiday, okay? And in the meantime, you can follow us at There Will Be PRN because you can't spell porn on the internet. Please send us your porn preferences, your requests for sexy definitions, and send us dick pics as long as they're not yours. You will see on our Instagram that somebody tried to send us a picture of their dick pic, but then they were polite enough not to when I said, please don't. Yeah, it was nice. It was okay. Um, I I liked that troll. Yeah, me too. We (laughs) welcome them. Uh, Meredith? Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to a happy ending. Cheers to a happy ending. Hi, this is Jesse Karen and Rebecca Frank, and we are the hosts of Welcome, Welcome to, to My, My Vagina. Vagina. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more.